Hi guys. Um, it uh, the first time anybody is hearing this should be uh, June eighth of two thousand and twenty. Um, as I'm sure anyone who's been following us knows, uh, we chose not to upload an episode last week uh, due to current events related to the death of George Floyd and the protests and everything that was happening around that. Uh, because it didn't feel right to be posting our own uh, content when the internet was so blown up with everything else. Um, as of today, uh, though uh, we feel very strongly that it's still important to be sharing and discussing the issue of police brutality in America, uh, that we wanted to kind of make sure that we still had momentum on this project. Um, we don't expect we don't need anybody to uh be following us closely uh given everything that's happening um but we just personally kind of wanted to make sure that we didn't fall off the wagon here uh, if that makes any sense yeah um we still we still uh, wholeheartedly uh encourage you to to support uh black lives matter um Movements such as the Minnesota Freedom Fund is a really important one to donate to. Um, they have a lot of endorsed organizations such as the Racial Justice Network and Black Visions Collective that we also encourage that you contribute to if you have the money. Um, we here at AHP feel very strongly about the police and about all that stuff. Um, and our official stance, I believe, at this point in time is fuck cops. Oh, yeah. Black Lives yeah, Matter. Big time. Uh uh, and I, I think regardless of how things start to feel over the next few weeks, uh, regardless of how uh, people in higher powers uh, react to this, whether that be through uh, today's announcement of Minneapolis uh, choosing to disband the police. Uh, choosing to talk about it, at least. Yeah. Uh, re regardless of how you begin to feel about things, it's it's definitely a long road ahead there's still a lot of work left Absolutely. to do uh and you know this is this is this we we try to be a lighthearted podcast and i i think it just needs to be said that like the 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 fight needs to go on there there's so much left to do keep donating uh and, if you're in a position to be out in the street then be out in the street yeah show support yeah um we are Looking in to see if there's anything that we could do uh, with our tiny platform to raise uh, money for this cause. Um, don't know if that'll happen, but if it does, then we'll absolutely let. It, that's coming. If it's if it's gonna happen, we'll absolutely let you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's about what we had to say for today. Um. I I feel yeah. Social media is an important channel for uh spreading this kind of stuff, especially when the uh the like the news is not going to report on a lot of the horrible instances of police brutality that we're seeing throughout the nation and we haven't seen the past two weeks so i i personally think that it is uh any uh upstanding citizen's duty to share this kind of thing and so uh th I, I, my my fervent hope is that things don't return to normal for a long time yeah but in the meantime uh we are still we are still trying to do this um and if if our hour to hour and a half of talking about this stupid webcomic helps you cope with everything that's happening in the world right now then even if, if if one person feels a little bit better then that also means a lot to us i think yeah yeah big agree yeah um anyway i think we've rambled on for long enough uh fuck cops black lives matter um and enjoy the episode uh yeah. if you feel so inclined thanks guys button starts the episode <laughs> which button starts the episode Wh which button starts like the auto player for me <laughs> oh it's gonna go do not disturb there we go all right that's what i was thinking about all right um today we finished the intermission
We did. We we did do that. Oh, we're in the episode. I guess we. Oh, I should do. I guess I should do my uh, my my banter bit uh, before we start really heavy duty discussing what happened today. So, John, my wonderful friend, what have you been up to since we last spoke? Um. Hmm. I I watched an anime, an entire anime. Uh, what was it, and how was it? I watched SS SS Gridman by by the lovely folks over at Trigger. Mm-hmm. Love Trigger. We've talked about this before. Trigger's great. Yes, um, friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. Uh, Gridman was great. Nice little twelve episode anime. Have you seen it? I've not. All I I was like not aware that it was like a quality show because I think all my exposure to it was vastly overshadowed by like the girl with the big butt. Yeah. Uh, Being like just on my Twitter timeline. Yeah. And I kind of dismissed it as, like, one of those shows where that's the only noteworthy thing in it. But it, if it's good, that's cool. It, yeah, it was really good. I I didn't even consider her at all until, like... I mean, she plays a big role in the show, but I didn't consider, like, fan view of her until I tried to search for, like, fan art. And mm-hmm. then I... I uh, Twitter, Twitter nicely handed to me, like, a thousand pictures of her with a dump truck ass. <laughs> and I... I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I I wanted images of Gridman himself, and that's very hard to find. <laughs> one of the wholesome pictures. One, and... Yeah. Uh, but no, it's really good. Um, one of my favorite things about it. Uh, it's based on a tokusatsu. Okay. And during the the giant fights, they like they use like animation techniques that like replicate tokusatsu fights. Mm-hmm. So, like, all the monsters are, like, designed as if they were, like, actual, like, rubber suits. Like a guy in a suit? Yeah, and yeah. they move like it, and it's really great. It's like watching an animated tokusatsu, and it's really good. That's cool. I've never really been able to get into tokusatsus because, like, like I don't know, the more modern ones, like, how, ch- like, the cheapness combined with, like, the digital effects kind of turns me off for some reason. I like it. The only... Tokusatsu I've really been able to ever get into is Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, <laughs> uh, which I firmly believe is a tokusatsu. Big agree. Big agree. <laughs> Have you seen the Green Goblin suit? It's perfect. It's great. Yeah. Um. I I am now at my parents' home Uh, c- because I was getting tired of paying too much for food when I was on <laughs> campus. Um, and it's... Uh, it, it's I, it's a, it's a different thing. I'm in a different closet now. Um, I'm I'm sitting in a different position because my closet at home is filled with stuff. Uh, my mom has hung like herbs here to keep the air smelling fresh, which I appreciate though. Um, I what I uh I reinstalled Skullgirls um the other day okay. because I was thirsting for fighting games and nothing else has good netcode and I promptly forgot my arcade stick uh back at my apartment. Oh. So I've been playing on keyboard. Ooh. And my hands really hurt. Um <laughs> but a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Facts, facts. Um so we finished the intermission today. We did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um do you want to do it like we did last week, where we kind of run through it and then talk about it afterwards, or do you want to take this one like step by step? I feel like this one leans more towards the step by step format. I feel like there's definitely some things that I think are important to take like that. Yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff in here that I want to like discuss in the moment. Yeah, but I feel like we can skip skirt through a lot of the uh, like gags. Oh yeah, because yeah. But all right. Um, all right, I got my notes here. Uh, so let's let, let's get right into it. I keep bumping my head on this like little shelf thing. Cause it's really low to the ground. Get it together. I'm trying. Be nice to me. All right, so we pick up where we were last time uh, with Hearts Box Cars in a struggle struggle at engagement with a shit ton of eggs and biscuits. Um. Oh, something. Uh, something that I had to look up. Uh, we, okay. we we never get like a direct explanation for how eggs works. We don't get a lot of explanations for a lot of them too directly. Yeah, but I I had to look up eggs because I was I I, I completely forgot, and the the fact that 
the way his like timer thing works is that <clears throat> he can he can travel back in time like up to an hour, I think. Mm-hmm. But his whole thing is like based entirely on like unstable time loops, and I think that's interesting. Dislike. Dislike. I I really dislike it, but it's interesting. I think it's great that the first panel of this reading is just the the text is just you hate time travel over and over. Yeah. I don't. Did did you uh you because you're the one who picked the ranges. Did you specifically do that because of this page, or was it just a half and half deal that uh, happened to be a happy it, coincidence? It was just a half and half thing. Just... All right. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we see Clover, uh, observe, Clover number four, observing this whole kerfuffle from above. Um, it mentions that he, uh, likes to tell time riddles, um, but doesn't directly explain whatever his deal is. Um, it also mentions that Crowbar could be useful here because his ability to pry things out of unstable time loops, uh, stable or otherwise. Um... We see Stitch, uh, we, we go to Stitch, number nine, um, we see him doing maintenance on Lord English's Cairo overcoat, which is a, like, a big thing, kind of, here. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, something interesting about the text on this page that I thought, at 1253, is, like, it talks about it, like, um, the, like, the overcoat is, like, a direct representation of space-time. Yeah. Kind of. It says specifically, uh, he guesses eggs and biscuits are roughhousing again because the fabric of space-time is tearing something fierce on Lord English's Cairo overcoat. So, like, the I, the overcoat is, like, it sounds to me like a, like a, like the other felt, um, objects, I guess, I don't, I don't know what to call them, but, like, uh, dyes, voodoo doll. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, that's... So, like, yeah, I guess Lord English is a coat, and it's got something to do with the universe. Um, Stitch is the doctor slash tailor of the group. Um, it's, his job is to do that. Um, we go back to Hart's boxcars. He called Spade Slick for backup. Um, Spade Slick is, uh, is, you see him responding. Um... We see uh, Finn going in fin, past Finn, because Finn is in the past, uh, going to uh, to Stitch, to being like Doc, patch me up. Promptly dies immediately. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Club's Deuce intrudes, uh, and this page is has my favorite line in the entire comic. Yeah, it it's a great line. I Everybody I, out of the goddamn way. You got a hat full of bomb, a fistful of penis, and a head full of empty. Certified classic. I this is like one of the defi- this like this line is one of the ones that defines Homestuck to me. Yeah. I think this is a top th- this is probably a top three like joke panel. Oh yeah. I I'm a huge fan of it. Um, not really much to say about it besides it's an immediate instant classic. Yeah. Um, the next page, uh, Stitch pulls a gun on him, and so, and it notes that uh he can shoot him because C four is a stable explosive. I didn't know that. I also didn't know that. I immediately, my first thought when I saw this was, is it like that in Metal Gear Solid? Um, my second thought was, is that true? So first I looked up if it was true. It is true. And second, apparently that is true in Metal Gear Solid. Huh. So, bravo Kojima, I guess. Shout out Kojima, friend of the pod. Metal Gear Solid's pretty good. True, true. Yeah. We don't have to argue about it right now because I know we have radically differing opinions on the series, but I think we can both agree that it's pretty good. Wait wait until we have the, the Metal Gear Solid 4 episode of the podcast. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be real good. I'm gonna have to play it again to verify why I hate it. I don't have uh, to play it again. I know I'm right. <laughs> anyway, um, the other members of the Midnight Crew uh, corner Stitch and take him captive. 
Um, let's see. Uh, Hearts Box Cars is still in a in a nightmare against eggs and biscuits, and they now have taken his pornography. I I can't tell what's happening in this panel. I <laughs> it, it's going to give me a Caesar. I I stared at it for a pretty long time, trying to figure out what exactly was happening in it. And I'm there's not like too sure. Inf- there's like an infinite stream of ovens coming. I don't know what's supposed to be happening here. I think that Hussey just drew this panel as an effort to weed out all of his epileptic viewers. <laughs> which is really unfortunate and kind of yikesy, honestly. Yeah. Um. I, <laughs> if you're reading behind us, I guess, then you have some kind of... I, I, like, if you have some form of epilepsy, I would advise skipping 1262. So I don't think it adds anything, and good heavens. Um. Let's see. Uh. Back to Spade Slick. Uh, he removes Crowbar's pin from uh, Dai's doll uh, because he wants to get Crowbar so he can use him to uh, destroy this, uh, destroy the time loop. Um, he appears in an alternate dimension in the middle of a gunfight uh, between the Midnight Crew, uh, Crowbar Stitch, and Sawbuck. Um, and then... Uh, Suddenly, there's a there's the only flash page of the intermission. Holy fuck! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Would you would you look who it is in this this mighty flash that we have? It's Snowman. It's Snowman. Um, we don't really know her deal. Uh, besides the we don't really know her deal at this point. Um, let's. Oh wait. Uh, she appears. Everybody stops shooting. Um, she says some, she says some lines of dialogue, which I didn't write down. Uh, um, I, I suppose I should look, I suppose I should just look at the flash again to, because I, to, to see if she said anything significant, but I don't think it, she said anything worth writing down when I uh, she did it. She, it was just her talking to Slick and okay. then like a joke, I think. Yeah. Something in okay. your eye and then she stabs him with the cigarette holder. Yeah. So Spade Slick is now down an eye. <laughs> Um, the the first like jarring thing about Snowman's appearance is that she's hot. got like the she's hot. That's I said it. I said it. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> I just didn't know how to respond there for a second. I'm. I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah, sure. I had sure. to. I had. I had to be the one to say it. Okay. Sure. Um. Okay, <laughs> we can roll with that. Yeah. <laughs> My train of thought has already been shaky today, and you you just did a real number on it. Um, yeah, sure, we can. Yeah, sure, Snowman's hot. Uh, we can we can go with that. Um, I was I was gonna ju- I was gonna say that she looks that she's obviously not like whatever the felt are. Yeah. Um, not green. She looks. She's not green. Uh, she's instead black, like the like the midnight crew are, um, or like Carapacian looking, and especially when, and notably when uh, she the, the the animation where she stabs her cigarette holder into Spade's eye, she has the her hand is a reused asset of the Dursite Queen's hand, I believe. So we have, like, a link. This is, like, our first, like... I guess our first major link between, like, the intermission, the things in it, and, like, everything else that we've seen in the comic before the intermission. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, it's, like, is now down an eye. Um, she, again, kind of pieces out, and the flash ends. Um... Then we get... I just remember that there's the, there's the one album cover where Snowman's on the cover, and like I guess I can I can get on the Snowman's hot train. <laughs> I have a I have a really hard time sexualizing the the like the in comic sprites, and it just kind of jams my brain okay. whenever I okay. I I was speaking from the point of view of I've seen like a lot of fan art of her. I've not. I but okay okay that's fair. And then we get a bombshell on the next page 
if you kill her, you destroy the universe. That's a that's a pretty big that's big stakes. That's pretty loaded. Uh and not really like explained. Um and I guess still like if you're operating within if you're thinking of the the intermission as like its own thing and like not huge uh like a huge part of the context of the entire comic like you could roll over that but like uh, we're we're operating under the the this is this is all in universe somehow uh because we're smart yes philosophy so that's pretty huge to us and to you our wonderful intelligent readership listenership um <laughs> The space like takes the cigarette holder out of his eye, and it, it turns into a lance when he hurls it at Sawbuck. Um, this reveals Sawbuck's power, which is that whenever he is injured, he warps him and the person or persons who injured him to a random point in the timeline. Um, so here it warps them to shortly before the gunfight, which the opportunity of which Spade Slick uses to uh, ensure the gunfight never happens by stabbing alternate universe Stitch. And, uh, capturing Crowbar. In the process of this, um, they get warped again to the past, to the distant past in this timeline. And then we get a panel that I had completely forgotten even existed. Uh, where we see, like, an exile spade slick, um, way in the background. Uh, noting the, the fashionable hat that our spade slick is wearing. I had, I had f- completely forgotten this existed. Yeah, this is a, it's a pretty big moment too because it's another big connector that like, what's going on right now, is connected in some way to what's going on into the, the parts of Homestuck that we care about, outside mm-hmm. the intermission. Um, yeah, but it's just happening somewhere else, some some <laughs> foreign place with two moons that are purple and green. That may or yeah. may not be important. <laughs> I, like, when I saw this panel, I looked at it, I'm like, that looks like a fan edit. This looks like, <laughs> I, this, sprites are one of those things where, like, they get stored in my brain pockets really, really easily. Yeah. Like, I, I, I index sprites pretty well, and I'm like, alright, that's, a, that's, that's, that looks official, like, that's in the comic, like, I can... Remember what like most of the character sprites look like. This I had there there was nothing. I was like, what the fuck is that? I, I'm pretty sure this is the only time it's used. I may be we wrong, can, but I We can keep track of this. Yeah. I don't remember any kind of uh exile sequence beyond the main four that we are that we have been introduced to at this point. Yeah. Or the main the three that we've introduced to at this point. Uh whatever. Yeah. Um, let's see, where are we? Uh, Spade Slick, uh, captures Crowbar, uh, they go back to the, to, to, they go back to the past, but not that far in the past. Um, and they, uh, they, Spade Slick returns to his home timeline, um, with the captives, uh, Alternate Universe Sawbuck and Alternate Universe Crowbar. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a mention somewhere in here of, uh, Spade Slick's magaz- pornographic smut magazine being Tear Your Fancy Magazine, which is really weird, champ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cancel him for this one. <laughs> Not cool, dude. Um... This was also the page where, on 1279 that happens, but this was, like, the page where I noticed that his eye injury keeps getting flipped around whenever his sprite flips around. Yeah. In whichever way he's facing. Um, which is shortly lampshaded uh, by the comic itself, but I saw that and I was like, this, what? what's going on? This un- un- uncharacteristic laziness from Hussey. You hate to see it. Maybe characteristic, maybe, we'll see. Um, let's see, uh, upon returning to his home timeline, um, some more nonsense occurs with, with Sawbuck's power, um, I have in my notes, uh, this is kind of where it starts to become a complete self-indulgent mess, 
and then the next, I, like, encapsulate, like, the next ten pages with just, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, ten pages later, um, they're, they're all dead. Uh, all, the, both the saw, both alternate universe saw book, normal universe saw book, Stitch, Crowbar, they're all dead now. Um. The, okay, I, I, I did want to touch on the, the part where he interacts with his past self. Uh, yeah. When I, when I first read it, I was like, wait, is this, is this like weird, like, like, like it. It didn't feel like a time loop thing going on. It mm. it felt like he was like overwriting the timeline and the way that he like spoke about like remembering talking to himself, it seemed like it was like like it was being rewritten. That's what it felt mm. like to me and I ha- I had to like go back and the the part where he first removes Crowbar's pin it's it very strategically starts like at the exact panel after where where uh, future him goes away, mm-hmm. I just thought that was interesting. Clever, clever, very clever, hussy. You tricked me. <laughs> this comic is gaslighting us, as always. <laughs> um. So we got we got seven felt left. Uh, since Stitch is actually still alive in this timeline, um, let's see. Uh, th- he, th- he is informed on the radio that the other members of his gang have Stitch, um, and so and these made effigies of the Midnight Crew, um, to so he can patch them up. Uh, they use this to repair Spade Slick's eye, but th- there's the sprite the sprite flip thing, come. It's there because the sprite will flip the wrong way, so it stitched up the wrong eye. Ha ha. Ha Uh, you got us, hussy. Um, the they promptly f- fix that. Um, Spade Slick does a funny little dance, and then Snowman shows up again. Um, Spade Slick is really angry at himself that uh he let himself be be seen in such a way, um, and he'll never live this down. Um, I, I, I thought that this would be a good point to be, like, there's some weird, like, noir, tropey tension going on between Spade Slick and Snowman, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm sure that doesn't mean anything. Um, I, whenever we do the ironic foreshadowing thing, like, Half the time, I don't even remember the way in which the thing pays off, but I do the ironic foreshadowing thing because I know it will. Oh, it will. That, it will. That was one of those. That was one of those instances. <laughs> um. Um. We go back to uh the rest of the Midnight Crew, um, who are currently just slaughtering an infinite wall of eggs and biscuits while Clover goes ham up there. Um, oh, I also had in my notes that uh, Snowman does the Niles fade out when she appears in the window there. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. Um, I have in my notes here some shit with eggs and biscuits because that's what what this is um i'm tired of i'm tired of time travel i think we should stop doing this podcast because i know it's only gonna get worse <laughs> um but uh <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's expected yeah at least uh in the future like time travel is gonna be more significant to the narrative and not like entirely played for jokes yeah i say that semi-hopefully eh, we'll see <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll have a reason to care about it. Right now, I don't have a reason to care about it. Yeah. Um, but through using Crowbar's Crowbar, uh, Spade Slick just destroys, uh, Egg's Egg Timer, which removes all of the future past Egg's clones and Biscuit's clones, and then they just kill them. Um, the panel 
where uh where Hart's boxcars eats Egg's head is both horrifying and I think a new contender for like top three comedically timed gifts yeah, in the comic. It's really good, but also really bad, and I don't like it's it. It's horrifying. Like this panel and and the the panel where Spade Slick kills Crowbar and uh oh god, I've forgotten his name already. Sawbuck? Uh Sawbuck. Yeah, when they teleport in and he like kills both of them. Like these two are like insanely graphic and make me uncomfortable. <laughs> I love Heart I love Hart's boxcar's mouth opening super wide. <laughs> I like saved this panel and like looked at it frame by frame and I kind of regret doing that. <laughs> Just get to see all the phases of his mouth opening and closing. With the, it, it's gross. It's nasty, but it's extremely funny. Um, they they shove the C four in Biscuit's oven, uh, and then ex- explode him later. Uh, so he's dead too. Um, this leaves the only one on the scene, uh, Clover. So they start threatening Clover. Um, Clover, Clover says it would be bad luck to crack the safe. Um, be like cracking, it would be like destroying a hundred mirrors. Um, but he describes clocks, so like, I guess they only have clocks here. Um, they don't take him seriously. Uh, he starts doing a little dance. Um, there's a panel with a music button on the top left of the GIF, but it's not a flash page, there's no sound, and I think that's really fucked up. <laughs> Um, it's a, the, I don't know. I don't. I. I. The, the Clover pages are weird. Doody um, doody doo doo. That's the. I, that's the funny little song, and I. I can't. I can't imagine it. I. I can't place it either. Like I see this, and I hear in my head like the Jeopardy theme. Hmm. You know. You know, like the do 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 like that. I hear that. But that's not what it is, because this isn't how I would type that out at all. Yeah. Where's the? We need to find the unreleased Clover song. Hussy, re- reach somewhere. out to us. Tell us, tell us, tell us what the song is. <laughs> give us the, give us the Clover song. Um, I bet this page would be better if if we had the Clover song. They don't take him seriously. They hold him at gunpoint. Um, Clover, uh. Only only laughs in response to this because he's clearly too lucky to ever be shot. Um, so that kind of hints at his power is that he's just super super lucky, which is like kind of a classic uh, fictional dumb power, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of the the guy in part seven of JoJo who has that ability. Um, and that that that's probably my favorite instance of that as a thing. I haven't read part seven of jojo i thought of you should. um oh you god should. what's her name from uh she was in deadpool 2 i think domino is her name what okay whatever i've not seen deadpool 2 it's okay it's it's pretty all right it's probably not as good as part seven of jojo <laughs> i i say read part seven of jojo part you can read it on its own. Uh, it's its own thing. It's better than the rest of the the manga, even though the rest of the manga is pretty good. I'm a huge part of the JoJo fan. That's my steel ball run. Uh, my little steel ball run elevator pitch to you. It's cool. What if Brokeback Mountain was uh, about dinosaurs and finding Jesus's corpse? There you go. You had me at what if Brokeback Mountain. I was already yeah, hurt. but yeah, but it's JoJo. So there's also dinosaurs. You're right. I I mean I'm. I'm like part way through part six, so I'll get to it eventually. Part six is also really good. Um, stay tuned for the JoJo episode. It'll come. Uh, you you won't it, expect it. It'll be just like the Bionicle episode. You won't you won't expect it, but it'll arrive. <laughs> uh, I'll have to get in the point where I want to talk about JoJo for an hour. Um, let's see where are we? Uh, so it's Diamonds Drug starts. Uh whapping Clover with a with a newspaper because that's kind of like a that's sort of a gray area when it comes to luck and his power doesn't protect him from minor physical abuse. Uh Diamond Strug realizes that the the paper is actually thinly more thinly veiled pornography. Um 
I believe this page brings the official Homestuck uh, female nipple count up to one. There's a lot <laughs> about this page. And all right, all right. What, what what is there about this page? Okay. Okay. First, the phrase "No clothes, no shame, no chroma." Great. It's really great. But also, uh, just the phrase um, "gray ladies," considering things that come up in Homestuck later. I don't know if I should count this as foreshadowing. But I'm going to count as foreshadowing. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. You know what? It, it counts, I guess. Um, the the it would be pretty. It would be pretty good if the the ladies here had like horns. That'll be. I guess that'll be a good bit. Yeah. But nothing's perfect. You hate to see it. Um. I am just, like, grateful for the most normal pornography in the comic as of yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's nice to see something be presented as smut, and it's 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 just naked ladies. It's it's very normal. <laughs> um <laughs> Where uh he says that you gotta gotta keep a lid on that, especially with Clover around. So I guess Clover's a kid or something. I don't know. I don't know what the joke is there. I don't know if Clover's a real pervert or what. But the next panel, you see him ogling it, and his like hat is flying off his head, which is I, I think it's pretty funny. I think he's just a pervert. I think that's it. He's just he's a weird little pervert. He's he's the Minetta of of the felt. Took me a second to remember what you were talking about. Um, <laughs> I was like, "What the?" F-? I heard that is like M A N E T T A. So like, my first thought was like, "All right, mannequin, <laughs> mannequin themed female villain in like some Western media." Was like what that said to me, and then I was like, "Oh, it's little grape guy from My Hero Academia." Yeah. Um. Never watched it. Don't really. Don't really care about it. Keep it that way. It's not worth it. <laughs> Even though I actively watch it whenever there's new episodes, it's not worth it. Is it like one of those things you have to keep up on because you hate it? Or yeah, okay. I I'm a firm believer that like the first season is like perfect. Uh huh. It's it's a solid ten out of ten. But after that, it just kind of it's just kind of it's just kind of average. That's the opposite of what I've heard before from, like, fans, which is that, like, the first season is slow, and then, like, it starts to act- like, it stops introducing characters and starts to actually pick up on the main story. But I trust you more than my Hero Academia fans, yeah. so yeah. I suppose that you can hear that as being, like, oh, it starts to focus on the story, and it sucks. Um, I can't- I, I can't condemn it, but I I, I guess we can- say we don't recommend My Hero Academia. Uh, the the consensus is do what you want about My Hero Academia. There's no <laughs> don't watch it or do watch it. I'm not your dad. We're giving you permission to be autonomous this episode. <laughs> watch watch other anime first that we have recommended. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, we get introduced to the 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 last uh, member of the Midnight Crew we haven't seen, or, or the last member of the Felt we haven't seen who isn't Lord English, which is Cans, well, who busts through the wall Kool Aid style. Wait, I, did we see Quarters? Uh, wait, did we? I I think which one's Quarters? Uh, he has like a weird face uh, that doesn't say a lot, considering the Felt. But, um. I just kind of assumed that because, like, they were all dead at this point that we had seen them all at some... some... Um, we're, we're paying so much attention to the intermission, guys. Um, but, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check, uh, the, the initial tab, the initial page where it introduces them all. Um, which, which one is... He's 14, I think. Um, we didn't see him, but, like, he's already dead. Yeah. We hadn't seen... Which one's 11? Matchsticks. 
Okay, match. We haven't seen matchsticks either. Um, they're they're already dead. They both kind of have that weird looking faces. Yeah, I um I know they're like elaborated on in like a Paradox Base comic that was written by Hussey, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Paradox Base comics are. Uh, well, you see, dur- during one of the one of the pauses, one of the hiatuses of Homestuck. Uh, Hussey launched ParadoxSpace.com, which was a collection of comics that may or may not be canon, I see. but take place in the Homestuck universe. There were some good ones. There there was one written by Casey Green where the kids go to a zoo, and <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. I'll, I'll, do, do I have to uh, do I have to wait until I uh, is, uh, is that spoiler territory? No, it, 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 it it's a completely now. non-canon comic. You can we can read it right now. We can. <laughs> well, let's not read it right now. But I I will read it at some point. I'll read it whenever you read Problem Sleuth, and then we can talk about it. Okay. Um, assuming that there's not like a billion of them, I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a I'll give it a look. Uh. So anyway, um, uh, matchsticks and quarters don't know anything about them. Don't care though because they're dead already in this timeline. Uh, we have so, so this is our final living felt member who's not uh, Lord English uh, that we haven't met yet. Uh, his power is that he can punch you into the future, which is awesome. Really good. Um, this is probably my favorite felt thing just because of the simplicity of it. Yeah. And like the gags it lends itself to. Uh Diamond's Drew gets punched into next week when he's grocery shopping. Um Hussey uses the opportunity to link to the Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff comic about grocery shopping. Which is one of my favorite Sweet Bro and Hella Jeffs. Shit, where's the manager? <laughs> Now the police are involved, Jesus Christ. The the, the sequence of Hella Jeff like fading out of like fading out from behind the shelves is like my favorite visual gag ever. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> the, the number of panels it takes for him to go like to phase out is just in- incredible. Um <laughs> so Didi is out of the picture. Uh Hart's boxcars attempts the problem sleuth reference. To placate cans, um, it does not work. He gets knocked out of the calendar year and into a uh, horse calendar. Um, I as soon as I saw the calendar, I had I, I was like, oh no, this is gonna be real time. But tact tactically, Hussey has omitted the month from the calendar, so I I was decided it would be too too much work to decide what uh what this could possibly be, and I don't really think it matters anyway. Um, I guess wherever they are, they have uh, days of the week though, which is I don't I don't know if you know, I don't know if that's accurate to what this actually is in the comic. Um, Hart's boxcars is now stuck in a horse calendar, and there's the panel of him photoshopped into all of the like horse pictures, which is amazing. I wish that this was a real thing that we could buy, but uh, I really doubt it is. Yeah, I can't I can't see him in the. In the what would be October one. Or, I'm sure he's in there somewhere. And also the hmm, the seventh one, whatever month is seven. Um, I think he's like in the background, like blurred out. But it's possible that Hussey just didn't want to do a joke for all of these. Dumb. Get it together, Hussey. <laughs> I, ex- I expect more from you. I'm grateful enough for this page in its current state. I don't care. Yeah. True. Um Spade Slick uh ignores Clover's warning and decides to pry the safe open. Um and and now he's in a nightmare. Uh the it, it we're the it is the massive release of temporal energy from the safe opening has taken him to a timeline where everybody is dead except for him. And uh and Snowman, assumedly, considering that uh the universe isn't destroyed. Yeah. Um But hey, the the vault's open. 
Uh, Space Slick enters the vault. Um, he finds a uh, there's a there's a safe in the floor, uh, or something in the floor with a keyhole. Um, it immediately turns into a barcode scanner, which I was initially confused by, and then I remember that that's like just a big problem sleuth joke there. Uh, where something like that 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 format where it's like use X on Y, and then it's not Y, it was clearly Z the whole time. Like, that's a thing that happens a lot in Promise Luth, yeah. so pretty cool. Um, He's about to use the rules, he's about to use the barcode on the rules card for Blackjack. So it came back! Um, Wow, it's important. To scan it with? Wow! Uh, but it, it's suddenly shot, and Snowman is standing outside the vault with a gun. And and she beats his ass uh, and rips his arm off. Um. So Spade Slick now has a a, a, a scarred eye, a, a a mauled eye, and is missing an arm. What have we seen that before? That's wild. Hmm. Re- really makes you think. Yeah, really does. Hmm. Um. And then she leaves and slams the vault uh door on him. Uh. Spade Slick flips his flips his sprite so that uh he he's now missing his right arm instead of his left and he uses his the barcode on his left arm uh to to open to, to scan um the there's a spirograph oh boy and, and oh. he goes down oh. into a facility oh it's happening it, it, it. it's happening Um, the the panel where he is going into the fist, like, where there's a, the blood trail, this pissed me off really bad. Um, what? Why? Okay, so I want you to right, okay, so 1352. I want, I want you to right click on it, I want you to open the image in a new tab. Oh, yeah. And I, and, and I want you to delete the, to the underscore retcon. You can see the retcon is hiding a detail that you can't see because of the. Ugh! What is this? Fix this bullshit! I'm pissed at this. What is that detail supposed to be? I don't know, but you can't see it otherwise. And I was like wondering, like, what is that? Like, there's like a little diamond necklace thing in the in the lower left corner. Um, I don't know if that has any significance, but, like, it's a thing. It's not just hiding it, it's, like, different. It's, like, you can barely see it. But, but like, even then, like, it's a different shape with the, mm-hmm. with the retcon one. Is it? Yeah, it's, like... L- let me look at them. It looks, like, broken something. or something now. This is weird, champ. This is really weird, champ. Hussy, I just want to talk. It doesn't look... No, I think that, like... No, like, the, the, the right really part... The right it. half of it is, like, missing. I just kind of assumed that it was, like, covered in whatever the goop was. The retcon goop. Um, but it could be... It could be broken. Uh, I Yeah, I just... I, it looked to me like it was, like, covered. But, yeah. That's even weirder. Hussy, what's it mean? What'd you mean by this? What... What does it mean? You know what? I'm going to turn the annotation on real quick and just see if it enlightens us at all. And if it has spoilers in it, then I won't say it. So let's see. Um, okay. Okay. I'm going to just read the comment because it's actually interesting. Okay. Uh, the donor that seeded the idea for the Midnight Crew actually created a non-canon leader for it, Professor Mayanaka, together with a non-canon fan venture about the felt. This page is used to feature uh, Mayanaka's pendant on the floor before Hussey covered it with ink later. Okay, so this is like a... Okay, I'm less mad now. Huh. Interesting. So, um... I... Okay. I actually had no idea that the... The, um, the Midnight Crew were like a donator thing. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, I'm a fake fan. Uh, but that's... Okay, so... I'm placated. Uh, but I still think that's a really weird little red herring detail. Um, and I would like to refer back to what we said before on, I wish that they were some kind of web scripting way to make it so that you didn't see the retcons your first time through. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, we've dilly-dallied long enough. 
Um, and then the next Oof. the next page, my note just says Lacritura, uh, which I butchered the pronunciation of. <laughs> but I, I, what is there to say? There's a little funny gray man with horns. My my note my note said, "Gray kid!" Exclamation point question mark. <laughs> um there's a there's a terminal like w like du, like the like the kids exiles have but instead of four pan there's there being four strings there's 12 of them whoa 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 whoa, whoa. and <laughs> one of them's lit up and there's this funny little gray man uh with a 69 on his shirt um and uh funny little horns um, he's there. He's there. This is Carcat. Uh, we can say it. Everyone knows this is Carcat. He's my friend. Um, I I was earlier deliberating on the ethics of saying of like our self imposed ethics of like when we do and don't name the trolls. Um, and I was like, on one hand, fuck it, because like everybody who's everybody knows this is Carcat. Um. But also, like a keen observer would would uh, use the eyedropper tool to get the hex color of his shirt symbol and notice that it matches the the color of his text. Well, and then uh, and then notice that uh, all the other characters have a similar like symbol uh, text color scheme, so we can say it. Yeah, but like not even that. Like uh, on uh, thirteen fifty six. Specifically refers to him as CG. So yeah, that's that that if you're a first time reader, that really nails it in that this this funky little gray dude is one of the trolls, mm-hmm. and he may or may not be named Carcat. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's named Carcat. Uh, okay, yeah. it, I think it's interesting. There's a there's a symbol on his shirt. It look it looks kind of like uh the the symbol for cancer in the zodiac. It looks more like a sixty nine to uh, me. <laughs> the coolest number. Um, boggle vacantly shenanigans. I also like the the bit of like I don't know if you can call it foreshadowing or just like it just says it where it says it begins to dawn on you that everything you are about to do may prove to have been a colossal waste of time. Where I think that the other time it does this gag with John, it says like everything that you just did is a was a colossal waste of time. Yeah. So like, he's bad to do some stuff, I guess. Pretty cool. And uh, the intermission's over. That's it. It's over. Wow. Um. I. I again like. I was, like I said, I was debating whether we should do this one like we did the last one. I feel like it's good that we didn't do it like that, because there's, like, a couple of things we should, we, like, wanted to bring up in the moment. Yeah. But, like, I guess part of the reason that, uh, the main reason that, like, the intermission was so hard to talk about for me was that, um, there's no, like, not only is there, like, barely any dialogue, but, like, I don't care about these characters, really. I just, I care about, like, the tidbits it gives us, but, like, I'm not invested in the characters, you know? Yeah. Uh, the whole thing about the intermission is if you, if you, like, read, like, the beginning where, like, Spades is introduced and, like, mm-hmm. where he's, like, interacting with his inventory and stuff, and then you cut out everything between that and the moment that he opens the vault, mm-hmm. like, you won't miss anything. Uh, kind of. You'll miss. Ki- you'll miss. Okay. You'll like, miss the. You'll miss. You miss Snowman. You'll. Well, no. Snowman is there at the end. Okay. You'll yeah, miss the like, detail where if she dies, the the universe ends. Which is arguably pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, you also miss the the exiled Spade Slick. Which is also really important. Yeah. I think. But besides um, that, I can't think of anything else. There's like hints dropped on Lord English here and there. Um, which, like, I guess are, are good to, to, to be foreshadowed about. Yeah. Um, um, I'm not advocating for, like, skipping the intermission. Oh, absolutely like, not. avid listener, if you're thinking about skipping the intermission... <laughs> well, I'm gonna assume that you didn't, because you're here with us today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, 
And if you listen, if you listen to us talk about it, we talk about everything that matters. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. I I enjoy the intermission, but again, in a format like this, like I would rather not. Probably. Yeah. Um. The the thing about but... the intermission is that most of the payoff of it doesn't happen for like a while. For a long ass for, time. For a very long time, like last like last year of homestuck being written payoff like that's how long you have to wait uh there's like but um like the the felt and lord english get introduced much much earlier or like get introduced into the canon of the main comic much much earlier yeah. than that and snowman if memory serves um but, like, the felt and the minutia of, like, their powers and stuff is, like, fucking... <sighs> See a 5,000 pages from now. Um... I don't know, like... I don't know if I have much to say about it at the end of it all. Uh... <laughs> the end the end of the 200-page intermission. Um... Besides that I'm really excited for Act 4. Oh, yeah. Uh... Act four, as I remember, is like the the height of the comic to me. Um, act five is pretty cool, but like Act four, I remember just being like, "Damn, this is this is this this is the sickest shit of all time." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's interesting in retrospect now that people advocate for skipping intermission. I've, I mean, I know I've just been hating on it for the past like five minutes, but like, I think it's interesting that people advocate for skipping intermission when um it's obvious, like, it, it brings up, like, the Suburbs biograph at the end, and there's the whole fucking, the, the, you see Car Cat, like, pretty huge. I don't know why people want to skip that. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Um, I don't know. I mean, people, like, just skip to the trolls, which is, which is a bad thing you shouldn't N- do. Nightmare. <laughs> we, we will, we will be sure to talk about, once, once we get to, probably Act 5, Act 1, probably would probably be the best time to talk about it since that's that's the part people skip to in the past i think we should record two episodes every week once we get to act five one where we do it normally and the other one where we pretend to be new readers <laughs> uh and and just work pretend to work off the context we only get in act five and see how that goes nightmare i think i think <laughs> there's someone no oh no i'm i'm misremembering there there's someone uh, who recently started a blog where they they saw all the hype around Homestuck 2, and so they decided to pick up Homestuck 2 without reading anything that came before it. Very deliberately? Very deliberately. That's hilarious. And they've been, like, blogging their experiences, trying to pick up on, like, what's going on. It's really good. I don't even... I, I never... I mean, everyone knows I never finished Homestuck initially, like what I've seen of Homestuck too, I see it and I'm like, that is nonsense to me. That is mad lit. It, it... <laughs> like, I I'm sure you've seen. Uh, I'm sure you saw like the discourse around a character named Yiffy. I s- <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and like that was like one of those moments that I've had recently. Where I see that and I'm like, oh god, I'm going to fucking hate doing this podcast after I finish the main. <laughs> no, comic. it's good. Yiffy's good. I promise. <laughs> Yiffy's base. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I could come around on it, uh, but like, I <laughs> there's like a degree of like I have to stop myself from looking at like the newer stuff because I, it's so controversial that like I know that any discourse I see about it will immediately blackpill me and I'll want to just. <laughs> Stop doing it. I want to cancel AHP. Uh, um, God, I hope we get to the point of reading Home, Homestuck 2, because it'll it'll be good. Even the epilogues, like the epilogues, I really want to see like your reactions to the epilogues. It'd be... I, 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 there are a couple of people that we know who like have been like getting into it like uh, recently, yeah. and like they've been talking about it a lot. And like that's another thing where like I have to stop myself from listening to like whenever they talk about it because it will just black pill me. Um, because so much stuff I've heard about the epilogues is, like, that could either work pretty well in a story that is, like, that could work pretty well, depending on the story, but, like, it could also just be like, wow, I fucking hate this, don't do that. Yeah. And I know that they're super controversial. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Either way, whether I hate them or not, like, it'll be good 
discussion material. Oh yeah, definitely. So I'm not gonna, uh, reader, listeners. I am I am joking about stopping this project. I'm enjoying this project so much. Um, when there's stuff to talk about, the midnight the midnight crew intermission. There's not a lot to talk about. So whether or not I hate uh the comic going forward, I'll still be here. Um, John will be torturing me. Uh, and I can never leave. <laughs> Facts. Um. Uh, we we spent like the past like ten minutes talking about meta stuff because again there's nothing to talk about with the intermission besides it happened. Here, let's talk about this this funny little timeline of the intermission. Are you, you gonna send this to me? I placed it in the 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 admin channel that I think people can't see if they're people cannot see. Okay, it. okay, okay. That's pretty cool. I like looking um, at this image. I immediately noticed the misspelling of alternate. Um, because I, I hate, I hate, I, I, that's the kind of thing that sets me off, because I am a weirdo. What a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> note, a person is not considered alternate to any timeline if they wield the voodoo doll. Alright, I'm not gonna bother, uh, I'm not gonna bother looking super hard into this, but it's pretty cool that somebody made this. Yeah. Uh listeners, if you if you want to see this this timeline that we're talking about, uh just go to Google and type in Homestuck Intermission Timeline. It'll be the first one. I recommend it. Uh it, it's a it's a nice little companion piece the intermission itself. And again, like one more time. I really like the intermission, but uh the the well of content is dry. Yeah. Um, but better times are coming up because we're going to start Act 4. Um, what is your suggestion for what we read for Act 4 next week? Um, hmm. Hold on, I, I wrote it down somewhere. Uh. Okay. I was thinking, okay, yeah. I was thinking we read to page 1,503. Um, that might, that might seem like a lot considering... The very next page, the very first page of next week's reading, is a explore page. I was going, I was wondering about how we should handle that because Act Four, while it is where the comic gets like good and cool to me, um, it is also where it starts to get really, really dense because we're gonna have a lot of characters coming in, yeah, and a lot of dialogue coming in. We'll um, we'll see so... how we can like handle this this next reading. And then future so, future ranges will depend on how we handle this one. <laughs> oh god, no pressure or anything. No pressure. So thir- so like thirteen fifty eight to fifth to what did you say, fifteen oh three? Fifteen oh three, yeah. Okay. So that's like hundred and forty ish pages, including an explore flash. Yeah. Alright. Get ready for a two hour episode next week. We know you guys love them, I think. <laughs> I think. I mean I like it when podcasts listen to are like really long, uh, but that's that's me. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't have anything else to to go with here. I feel like this episode kind of fell over itself. Yeah. Um, we're 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 right here at the the hour long mark, so I, I get the feeling that we've, we've kind of met our goal of this week. Um, <laughs> we shit these out. <laughs> Um, what you want to talk about Bionicle again? Uh, I don't have anything new to talk about Bionicle. That's a shame. Um, I, I don't think I have it in my old Bion- Bionicles anymore. I think we uh, gave them away. Depressing. Um, I'm, I'm looking around. My, I mean, like, they're cool and all, but like, they were all in a, they were all in a big bin of just disjointed pieces, and I want to, I wasn't oh, gonna put them back together. Oh. My, a lot of the pieces were also broken. My Bionicle have always been assembled. As God intended, on my shelves. <laughs> you didn't have Bionicle OCs you made? <laughs> uh, no. I didn't believe in them. <laughs> wow. Um, do you know, like, the at some point they started, like... You know, like, the, the joint pieces, like, the hand style, like, the ball joint thing? Yeah. How they started, like, making those, like, smooth? <laughs> yeah. Did you did, you... did yours, like, just start breaking? Yeah. <sighs> uh, Worst... Unfortunately, worst mistake they ever made. Unfortunately, I'm I'm sure you saw my thread on on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's check out John's bionicle thread. Check out my bionicle thread. It was pretty. It was pretty fun to like go through them all. It's pretty epic. Um, uh, the green guy from uh, 
Oh god, the words are leaving me because I'm tired. Uh, from the underwater one, creeping in my soul, the green guy, the really cool <laughs> green guy. Uh, <laughs> I only had the red guy. Uh, I picked him up. I, I picked him up when I was cleaning off my shelf, and both of his arms just broke off. Oh my god! And it was. I was trying so hard to keep it together. <laughs> it was the only one it happened to, and I don't understand why because it, he's not the oldest one I have. But he just broke, and it was depressing. I, think I feel like I remember the green, the green pieces breaking more. So maybe it's got something to do with the the green pieces. Maybe the <laughs> maybe the plastic's pieces? fucked up. I don't know. Maybe maybe the thing they used to color the plastic makes it fucked up. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Uh, if if there's any Lego ex- experts out there, um, hit us up. I want to know any what's going on. Plastic experts. Uh. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah, uh, I feel like we... It feels premature to take this one of the clothes, because I don't think we really talked about anything, but again, th- not our fault. Hussy, do, um, do a better intermission next time. <laughs> when, when we get to intermission two, it better be good. The it, whole monkey's paw just curled up. <laughs> <laughs> not not the last intermission. <laughs> I do think it's... It, it's I, I like that this is still the intermission, and not, like, intermission one. Yeah. Of N. Really, really funny to see how the, the whole naming conventions of intermissions change down the road. Mm-hmm. It does do, like, the brackets I thing, though, so I guess good good foreshadowing on his part. Yeah. Or not not foreshadowing, like, forethinking on how to structure it. Yeah. But, yeah. Alright, um, this is this has been your week's uh, a Homestuck podcast. Sorry this one sucked. Um, I am Aiden. I'm John. Uh, I would like to give a big shout out again to all of our followers and listeners. You guys are the greatest. A uh, big shout out to our editor Alex. Um, he's the greatest of all time. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week uh, when we read through the beginning of Act Four to fifteen oh three. Yep. All right. Uh, peace out, everybody. Toodaloo.